Hi, welcome to Fun Facts Live. I'm your host, David, and with me today is Allison Hello. and Caitlin. Hi. The OG crew. Yep. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Uh, Jake and RJ couldn't make it today, and Maria is um, um, mourning the loss of her grandmother. Mm. I don't know if I should have said that, but I, I did. She, um, she has some family business going on. She has yeah. family business, yeah. yes. Um, so, yeah, our thoughts are with her today. She's, uh, she's going through that. So, um, But, yeah, that leaves us, the original crew, uh, back to our roots and where it all began. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> let's see, I think Allison went first last week. So, Caitlin, how about you? What have, what have okay. you got for us today? So... Um, I don't know how to introduce this. Well, it's, so have you, if you're, yeah, I don't know how to even get this started. Um, (laughs) I did not practice. Okay. So, so if I were, I guess if I were to say, I mean, Baker's chocolate, Yeah. what, what would you think of? A block of dark chocolate with no sugar. Yeah. Like the bittersweet kind of, you know, so so that's what I would, would say too. So actually there is a brand Baker's. So, I mean, baking, I guess you could say baking chocolate is kind of a general term, but Baker's chocolate is actually a name brand. Oh, oh. and it is nowadays owned by Heinz. Of course. And uh, like so many things. And I guess Kraft and Heinz are the same thing too. Like everything is owned by everything else. Right. But as a, but originally the Baker's, the Baker Chocolate Company, which began in 1780, which is quite impressive, wow. um, was not even named because they were intending it to be baking chocolate. It was named for one of the co-founders whose last name was Baker. Oh, wow. <laughs> and they initially made it, They went, what they started out with, um, it was, they started with three kinds of chocolate that were actually meant to be for drinking chocolate oh. they called them best chocolate common chocolate and inferior chocolate what who's gonna buy totally bizarre like why would you ever to, yeah. nowadays right why yeah. would you ever name something inferior yeah. <laughs> like that's just asking for it not to sell yeah. even yeah. if you make it cheap but yeah just give me a black of the inferior chocolate please <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah my gosh so anyway um i will say um though when it comes to maple syrup um they had grade a b and c until recently Mm -hmm. this changed and i always went for c because c is like the dark like a was like the super clear stuff off the top super like filtered and then the uh c was the right to me, the really good stuff, which is like the bottom of the barrel, the dark, <laughs> most flavorful uh-huh. stuff. Um, so, I, I, yeah, um, give me some of that grade C maple <laughs> syrup any day. But but they actually they changed ahead. it recently. Um, now it's called uh, robust and something else. Like they, they oh. it like the dregs because they weren't selling or, it anymore. Yeah. I guess because it was grade C. I see. But anyway, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. So. So my so then I have another footnote to this that um, in the in the eighteen in the mid eighteen hundreds when I had by this point started 
making you know chocolate for baker for bakers as well as um as well one of their employees created uh created a sweeter kind that had more sugar in it obviously mm-hmm. and published a and so a, a newspaper made a cake recipe with this newer kind of chocolate and it is and I have purposely not told you this employee's name uh, because this type of chocolate was called German chocolate cake. Have you heard this this part before? No. Yes, um, German chocolate cake named for said employee whose name was Sam German. Yeah. <laughs> he was not German. He was American. Yeah. <laughs> German so, chocolate cake is also a last name. What? Yes. Yeah, and it's American. So, so you get a double. So there's a double <laughs> hit here. Baker's chocolate is named after a guy named, I think, Walter, Walter Baker. Yeah. Okay. And, um, oh, excuse me, James Baker. Walter Baker was, was like his grandson. James Baker. Um, <laughs> Baker's chocolate named after James Baker. German chocolate cake named after Sam German, who was an employee of Baker, the Baker Chocolate Company. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. What a crazy circle. Yeah, that's oh, that's cute. fascinating. Yeah. I had no idea German chocolate cake was American. Yeah. I mean, I guess it yep. makes sense. Yeah. But, yeah. Does German chocolate cake have a, sp- a specific type of frosting, or is it just it's, the cake part? That's. I think it's the whole you can package. Put anything on it. Yeah, and doesn't it usually has like almonds on it or in it, right? I thought that was coconut. It's, yeah, oh, I thought slivered. it was like coconut. Right. It's like sl- it's shaved something. It could be slivered almonds, or it could be coconut. But I the way never my mom makes it is co- a coconut. Okay. Yeah, um, I don't. <laughs> I don't like coconut, so that explain why I never have it. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that would be a problem. But, but um, I don't know if it makes a difference to you if the coconut is toasted because I think it has a much different flavor profile Mm. once it's toasted. I mean, I can't even stomach like the smell, like coconut smell. Okay. Okay. Um, Okay. You know, I used to (laughs) like I used to have a had a coworker who who like put on coconut scented hand lotion once and I was like, I cannot uh, even be in the room with you. Please oh, leave. Oh, I guess you'd have a hard time going to the beach with all that coconut suntan yeah. lotion. Well, that's that's outside though. You don't like it doesn't right. smell, you know. Yeah. But it's when you're in a like an enclosed place that you're like, oh no. Right. Oh no, this is a problem. Can we right. please 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 use a different hand lotion? <laughs> I wonder if it would make a difference if it was toasted because it's Maybe. such a different smell. Like it's to me, it's like the difference between like smelling bread and toast. Mm-hmm. They don't smell the same at all to me. That's true. Um, so when you when you use the uh, in the frosting, the coconut is toasted, so it's completely mm. got a different flavor yeah, profile. Yeah, but then it's still smell. like so. Not to be, I swear, I'm not a <laughs> I'm not a super picky eater, but like coconut has the double whammy that I don't like the smell or the texture. Oh like uh, yeah. 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 It is so weird having like a textured no-go frosting. I agree. I agree. Yeah. That's so weird. I'm just like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a weird combination. Um, I also, okay. So I, I do have to read a, a little bit from about the history of, of the Baker chocolate company. Um, this is, fr- this is from Wikipedia and this like, there must be a podcast episode about this somewhere. <laughs> there um, is now. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But I mean, like, someone's got to look into this somewhere because this this is like a juicy story. <laughs> this sounds like a potentially oh, juicy story. Wait. Okay. So the original brand name was Hannon's Best Chocolate. Hannon, 
So the, the two founders were Hannon and Baker. Okay. Um, the name was changed in 1780 after Hannon's wife, uh, Elizabeth Gore Hannon, sold the company to Baker after Hannon never returned from a sailing trip to the West Indies to purchase cocoa beans. Oh. At the time, wait, no, it gets better. At the time, <laughs> it was rumored that Hannon intended to leave his wife and thus had deserted her. Oh, oh, oh. oh my gosh! So, we'll call it. We'll call the movie "Desertion" with two S's. Oh yeah, oh. Good <laughs> Sorry. or just desserts. <laughs> oh yeah, just desserts. Yeah, you guys are good. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay, yeah. that's the end of my. Oh, okay, that's the end of my my, <laughs> yeah. my fun fact slash. Wow, so he never came back. That's the end of the story. Yeah, he never came back. We don't know if he is if he lived or died. Don't know if it was an intent. It was intentional or not. Yeah. Wow. Okay, but she did okay selling the company. Yeah, yeah guess so. Wow. Hope she got a good price for it. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> oh wow, that's amazing. Yeah. All right. Allison, what have you got for us today? Well, I also have a fun fact about food. Okay. And tropical things. Oh, but I'm gonna in, but I'm I'm gonna insert someone else's fun fact before mine. Oh. Um, you're stealing so, a fun fact? Yes. Okay. <laughs> does Leah have a fun fact? <laughs> Leah does not have a fun fact. Oh, so okay. um David and I are becoming friends with our neighbor, Linda. And we've talked to her about potentially becoming a guest on the podcast yeah, and, and her a, husband, and her yeah. husband okay. in a future um, in a future week. But we were going for a walk yesterday and she said she had listened to the podcast and had a fun fact that she wanted to share. So I'm sharing it on her behalf. Um, she is fluent in Italian and Spanish. And she keeps a running list of words that are the same in both Italian and Spanish, but have very different meanings. Oh. And okay, and her favorite is burro. So burro in Spanish means donkey, and in Italian mm-hmm. means butter. And that is <laughs> oh. spelled the same. Yeah, spelled the same and pronounced the same. Okay. So anyway, sharing that fun fact on behalf of Linda, yeah, our neighbor, it's very awesome. Um, so my fun fact is also related to goings on in the in the neighborhood and fruit and tropical things. Okay. So okay. um. You know, city sidewalks tend to have these dedicated, um, I'm going to call them planter areas where you have... Around the trees mm-hmm. and the sidewalk. Yeah, yeah you yeah. have like a little um, grassy area around a tree. Or there's like a little median kind of between yeah, just the sidewalk. a little square the, around the base of a tree. tree. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, oh yeah. And it has a okay, sign that it. says, don't oh, let your dog God. be here. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So, and there are lots of them in New York City, like under mayor, uh, when Bloomberg was mayor, he initiated this 1 million trees initiative. So a million new trees were planted in New York City over the period of eight years. Um, so we have lots mm-hmm. of those in the city. Um, and, you know, they're seasonal. They have different, you know, plants for different times of years. We've had pretty daffodils and pretty tulips right. on our block. Right. So people are planting yeah. in the nicer neighborhoods. They plant stuff in there. It's not just dirt. Yeah. Um, and then in yeah. some, like there's one block in the 90s that has sunflowers, like all different kinds of things. Oh, nice. Um, so we were walking yesterday and I, I happened to notice one that's on our block and somebody is growing three pineapples in their little patch. Oh. <laughs> um, Wait, and, so the resident, as the, like the residents get to kind of control it it's not like a city I don't, it's, it's not a city thing it's, not it's a just city whoever thing. lives there can do yeah. what they want yeah the <laughs> okay. um, the city plants trees but smaller plantings are just the neighborhood 
or whoever's house it's in front of or apartment building it's in front of. So I was like, that is something I've literally never seen before is three pineapples. They're super cute because there's like a, it's a a pineapple about the size of a golf ball. Yeah. And it's about six inches up off the ground on the stem. Yeah. So it's just like a a little tiny pineapple suspended up in the air. It's, it's pretty crazy. (laughs) Yeah. I'm very curious how long it will last. Like, uh, I don't know if something's going to eat them or, or what, but but they've been there for a few days now. Yeah, and they seem to be doing okay. We see okay. it every time we take Leah for a walk, we yeah. get to check up on the, the pineapples. Yeah, so I thought I'd share some fun pineapple facts Oh. in honor of the three pineapples growing on our block. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so the word pineapple dates back to 1398. Wow, that's amazing. An and old it word. originally described a pine cone. So oh. pine cones. Until sixteen nine until sixteen sixty six, were referred to as pineapples. Oh, and that year six 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 messed it all up. Yeah. So once um, kind of Europeans became exposed to pineapples in South America, they started calling those pineapples for their resemblance to pine cones, and then soon in like vocabulary, the pineapple as the fruit superseded. The pineapple as the pine cone, and they became pine cones. That's bizarre. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it kind of makes sense calling pine. I mean, thinking about pine cones like that come from pine trees, mm-hmm. calling those pineapples kind of makes sense because it's like, yeah. Well, it's yeah. the fruit. It's it's the fruit, sort of. Yeah. I mean, of the such tree. as there is of of that kind of tree. Or at least it's the seed pod you know in a way so like it kind of makes sense as the apple i don't know yeah Yeah. so i can see that yeah would have been logical and would it still be called a pineapple if the fruit had not been uh, discovered or didn't exist leah Um, eats them like apples pine cones yes she does yeah um i was like i was like wow she eats pineapples (laughs) (laughs) although she would we'll see what if she ever well we don't want her to go no. after the three that are growing on our street. So maybe we won't no, teach her about no. pineapples. Um, pineapp- dogs can. Now I'm, now I'm just like, do- pineapples are okay for dogs, right? I yeah. Grapes, grapes. I know grapes are a no, no, but, but pineapple, but most, I mean, most fruit is okay. Right. Yeah. I, okay. Nothing yeah. came up in my pineapple research that they were harm- okay, harmful to, am- right. to animals. Um, okay. But some other things to pineapple season is March through July. So we are in prime pineapple season for really? our growing. Okay. Um, but it, t- it can take, depending on the variety, 18 months to three years for a fruit to fully mature. Oh so we, goodness. so they may wow. not be ready for, for harvesting in the, in the near wow. future, but, but we'll see. Never. Cause they won't make it through the winter probably. Yeah. So. But maybe they'll be replanted inside and come back outside. Okay, maybe. We don't know. Maybe. We don't know. Um, one pineapple plant produces one fruit per year. But a pineapple plant can fruit for up to 50 years. So oh. the potential kind of wow. out- output of a single pineapple plant is, is 50. Um, That's pretty impressive. Other things, does anybody know what type of fruit a pineapple is? I didn't know this. Uh, tropical. I don't know. It's a berry. Yeah, what? I was going to say, is it a, is one of those weird, be- it's like an, actually a berry? Yeah. Yeah, it's technically okay. not an individual berry. It's a mass of berries fused to a central stalk. Oh, that's how you so describe it. Individual yeah. like hexagons or whatever are are they hexagonal? I don't even know. But I remember they're they have like multiple straight edges yeah. when they're fused together. 
the sections. Yeah. And there was a lot of different information online about how to tell when a pineapple is ripe. Uh -huh. So some people were saying you can tell by color, <clears throat> like um, as it goes from like a yellow to slightly more orange tones. Okay. But mm -hmm. according to the people at Dole, that is not correct. And that the way you tell that a pineapple is right, ripe is by the spikes. So as like the, if the spikes protrude more, it is not ripe. And as they flatten, that's how you tell it's becoming. Oh. oh, that's good to know. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I am welcoming you to, to eat me because I am less <laughs> difficult to pick oh, up. Goodness. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, those are just some. What is your favorite way to eat pineapple? Oh. I have a favorite. I... Just straight. Straight. Okay. <laughs> I mean, not like. Not fresh like, fresh I mean, fruit. I mean, cut it up, right? But, yeah. but yeah. like. Yeah. Like just like stick those pineapple chunks on a fork and Yes. That's actually yeah, that is really good. As long as I don't like it when they mix watermelon and pineapple. To me it taints both mm. of them and makes everything worse. Yeah. Just yeah. have I mean, the pineapple. I generally am not a fan of mixed fruits. I like all my fruits to yeah. be separate. Well, one thing I did come across in my research is that um, the enzymes in um, pineapple do not mix well with dairy. So if you make any kind of like whipped dessert that you're adding pineapple to or that has dairy to it, you should do it at the last minute okay. and eat it quickly because mm. it can cause it to go bitter. Oh, very but interesting. I, I like, a, um, like a really like caramelized pineapple, like the bottom of like a pineapple upside down cake that okay. really like... Okay, so mine's very similar. I just made a pineapple upside down cake for Easter. <laughs> oh, that sounds and amazing. And it had milk in it, though, in the, oh. in the batter. I mean, not a lot. It was like a tablespoon or something, but okay. it was. But you, yeah, because you kind of like melt the butter. Like I, you, you melt, at least the recipe I had, it was like you melt butter in the pan and you put the pineapple in the bottom with a little brown sugar and water. And then you pour the batter on top of that and you put it all in the oven at once. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. I don't know. Well, my, my favorite way um, I was introduced to when I went to a place in Seattle called Ipanema Grill, which was a Brazilian barbecue place, <laughs> which um, my favorite feature was the card that they give you at the table. If it's green, the meat keeps coming, uh -huh. and um, when you finally can't take any more, you flip it to red. <laughs> but until then, you can eat all the meat <laughs> that you want, and it comes all different varieties. Um, someone will come around with a giant skewer of with like just tons of meat on it, and just slice off whatever you want. Um, it is amazing. I'm, the first time I went, I made the mistake of having a salad and that took away some room <laughs> for the meat to mm -hmm. follow. But anyway, it was, I probably couldn't do it anymore. Um, I don't know if I could stomach that much meat anymore. But at the end, they come around with a skewer um, with pineapple on it and it's um, covered in cinnamon mm -hmm. and put on the rotisserie. And mm, I don't know what happens to it, but it is the most delicious thing you've ever had. And they they slice a thin slice off the outside vertically, so it's a long strip. 
Mm-hmm. And then okay. um, they once all the cinnamon, once the all the outer stuff has been sliced off, they take it back, reapply the cinnamon, re put it on the spit again, because you because you don't want to go too deep, or you lose that uh, delicious caramelized outside part. That's the good part. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. that that turn, I I was never like a really huge fan of pineapple until I had it like that, and that is like. Wow, that's just amazing. So anyway, that's my favorite way to have it. Yeah, so. I also like that, you know, that I don't know what spices are on it, but you know, like sometimes at like street fairs or like vendors on the street sell the pineapple in the baggie with like the the spices on it. No, I've never oh. seen that. No. Anyway, that's good. I'm not familiar with this. But oh. I don't know what the spices are. I was just trying to look it up quickly, but oh. it's good. I'll point mm. it out the next time. Yeah, I've never we, seen one. We pass somebody who sells that's- it. Yeah, that sounds interesting. I'd go yeah. for it. It's cooked? No, but oh, it's, it's like it's like raw pineapple in a bag, and it's got... It's like shaken up with spices. Yeah, like shaken up with spices. Okay. All right. Huh. Yeah, that's pretty good, too. But I, cool. I, like a, like I like a warm cooked pineapple with like some, some caramelization. I think that's mm-hmm. awesome. Okay. Um, this is backing up a little bit. Yeah. But speaking of... Uh, the the planters yeah um one of the ones that we saw that i saw recently was a planter around a tree that had tulips and daffodils and allison had recently informed me that daffodils can't be planted with other can't be in can't be in a bouquet uh because they they kill the other flower Mm -hmm. so i wasn't sure how they were surviving packed so closely together and I felt like that needed a little more research yeah. but you're saying it's just because well I was told true. it in the context of a bouquet okay so it's mm. a sharing if they're in the water together with another some other flowers yeah yeah I wonder if it's like when they're cut they release something ah very interesting yeah. wait is it daffodils that can't be with other things or tulips that can't be with daffodils, other things? daffodils. although I've also heard that tulips mm. like um because tulips can like you can have people have like skin reactions to to tulips because there's a there's a compound in those when you cut them. Yeah, my understanding will, is they kill can, themselves. So um, yeah, if uh, huh. so, in Anacortes in uh, upstate uh, in Washington State, um, they have like acres and acres of tulips, and it's a beautiful thing to see in the in the spring. But anyway. Um, they when they harvest them they have to pick up all of the droppings from what i understand like the, they can't leave the stems or the leaves or anything because it will yeah make the soil toxic to the next batch mm-hmm. so yeah so okay. all right i did find one thing that daffodil stems slime after cutting which is harmful to other flowers but if you put oh. if you put them apparently if you put them in their own vase first you can mm-hmm. like leach the slime out into that vase and then re-put them into another vase. Okay. But mm-hmm. I don't. But this is the only. I've only found one website that, that describes slime. it. slime. Okay, that's why yeah. They can but that would explain the why then they can grow fine, because you know, yes. they're not. Yes. Hopefully, not getting broken. That Probably also. Me. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, this I was going to change topic, so you can, if you have something oh. to add, go for it. No, I just like in my experience, deer like daffodils less than other flowers. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> and I wonder if that has to do with that slime. Yeah, okay. Maybe. 
Well, speaking of slime, so I got I went into the deep the depths of YouTube last night for some reason. I don't know why, but I found a very interesting fact that could save someone's life maybe someday, or at least keep them from getting sick. So um, I watched what happens when you add iodine to dirty water um, under a microscope. And um, so you start off uh, looking at the water under the microscope and there's all kinds of nasty stuff swimming around in there. You do not want to drink that. Um, and then um, you added iodine and followed the, what is it, CDC guidelines, wait X amount of, of time, apply, add this much per liter. Anyway, um, looked at it again after all that was done and everything was still swimming around in there. <laughs> So, so like <laughs> what's going on because iodine is like a well-known treatment for emergency treatment for water so mm -hmm. turns out that the the uh, iodine does not work in like brown or slimy dirty water you need relatively clear water and then it works for some reason uh, basically the the um the bacteria and all this stuff in the water some of it can like protect itself using the the nasty slime and dirt in the water oh. from the iodine so yeah so anyway. probably biofilms if you have enough of the the bacteria so like bacteria will make a lot of bacteria will make like biofilms but they have to be um they have to like be dense enough like the cells Ah. It's this really complicated thing where the cells have to kind of sense the presence of their neighbors and like know that based on the chemical, they make chemicals, right? And if they're like, so the chemicals that their neighbors are making has to reach a certain concentration. So there have to be enough of the other cells present there that ah. they can kind of detect each other. And then they turn on the, the genes that make the, <clears throat> these biofilms and, Anyway, I could go on and on about biofilms, but um, <laughs> okay, yeah. I don't know anything. And so about I wonder that. if, but but part of the the, the reason that they uh, that they make biofilms in the first place is to protect themselves against the environment. And so, if like the iodine or or whatever, anything, you know, this is true for, you know, if you're just trying to like take antibiotics because you have an infection. Um, like it can't physically can't get through the biofilm to get to the cells. So uh, uh, I wonder if that's what's going on there. I don't know for sure. But, it sounds like um, I think I do remember the word biofilm being thrown around, okay. but I didn't. <laughs> but that does okay. sound uh, it does sound familiar. But yeah, yeah. it was super interesting to, to see. I still would not want to drink uh, the water because um, unless it's an emergency, because this the stuff is still in there. It's just dead. Stops swimming around. Um, whereas I saw filtered water. Um, which actually removes it. Uh, and that's, that's much nicer looking water to drink. So anyway, <laughs> uh, it was fascinating. I spent way too much time watching um, <laughs> water under a microscope. Yeah. So, Whatever makes you happy. Yeah, it did make me yeah. happy. <laughs> uh, there was some stuff I did not want to see under a microscope that was on there, like um, mother of vinegar. Like I'm sure if I saw that, I would probably never want vinegar again, but I'm, yeah. I'm just, we're, I'm just not going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> so I like vinegar and I want to keep it that way. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and I know there's all kinds of swimmy stuff in there, but I don't want to see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you've uh, seen your mom make kombucha. 
You've yeah, it. yeah, that's and I drink it. Yeah, that's crazy stuff. That, <laughs> that, oh. Yeah, I was, I was like, I was just gonna say, like, well, do you drink beer? Because I mean, <laughs> I don't drink. You know beer, what? You know, it goes into but... beer. <laughs> you know how beer is made. Um, oh gosh. But but I mean, kombucha is like, yeah, that's now you've really gone. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah, I've accidentally sucked down some of this lime on the tap. Uh, it's yeah, it's <laughs> it's scary stuff, but it's. It's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So I guess that's it for us today. Hopefully next week we'll have a, uh, our, reg our regular crew back. Yep. Um, until then, take care, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.